This is the final word, India England Daily. I'm Adam Collins. With me is Jeff Lemon. We're at the Commercial Club in Fitzroy in Melbourne, which you would know if you've been watching our YouTube live stream over the last hour and a half or so. Something we tried tonight. It's going to be on the YouTube page. Take a look if you like it. We might do it again. Yeah. Uh, a captivating we day. I scream. <laughs> we we scream, scream together. Scream. <laughs> uh, captivating day of Test cricket. We've got a really excellent match going on at Chennai at the moment, but we've had two other um, Test matches rattling on beautifully. We'll come to those in a wee bit. Um, first things first, though, as is the custom on the Final Word Daily, I want you to tell me and everybody else what happened at Chennai in the space of 30 seconds. England's day. They got bowled out for 573. Uh, 42 for the ninth wicket, a big score, and then Jofra Archer started like a steam train, got rid of both the openers cheaply. Coley and Rahane went to Don Best. They were four for 73, over 500 runs behind. What were they going to do? Chiteshwa Pajara made 73. Rishabh Pant smashed a bunch of sixes, made 91, got caught in the deep. Pajara caught off short leg on the rebound unlucky they're six down and they're 321 runs behind what can India do on the fourth day very nice Jeff a bit of housekeeping they mm. were all out for 578 mm -hmm. England not 573 and they're 324 behind and no, the they were four for 73 but they were out for 578 Yes, that's yes, right. I that's think you I might said. have said all out for 573. Oh, it doesn't matter. I dispute that. If only this were on video and it we could It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The key points here are that uh, England yeah. did well. By that I mean they strategically <laughs> set up well. That is a, that, a short 30 seconds. Short 30 seconds. England, England did well. Did well. Uh, uh, to elaborate on that point, hmm. their plan worked. So what England were attempting to do was to keep batting to the point yeah. where it would annoy India and go as far as they could to 600, mm -hmm. all out 578, as we've already canvassed. Um, it took they were just missing the six. Five, six, seven, <laughs> eight. <laughs> uh, steps put out an absolute <laughs> banger last year, which would have won Eurovision had it been. Anyway, another conversation. Uh, they... Um, yeah, and it meant that when they started bowling, Archer, fabulous spell with the new ball, gets row hit Sharma early on. It meant that Shubham Gill at age 21, already having to do plenty of heavy lifting, when he also fell to mm. uh, Jofra Archer, caught it mid-on, excellent catch from James Anderson racing around there before the lunch break. There's just this daunting scoreboard pressure on top of them. Mm -hmm. Had England pulled the pin, say, with an hour to play yesterday, well, I don't know, let's say when 480 was... for six or something like that, that's not the same kind of scoreboard pressure when it's nearing 600. Mm. And that's what, you know, those who've played a lot of test cricket in India say. It's all about that mental grind of having to do it hour after hour and how much harder that task gets when you're, when you're set, mm. setting out to chase down an enormous first innings total. And by any yardstick, 578 is that. Anytime you look at it when you're a couple of wickets down and you're still 500 behind, 500, you know, it's it's a, a stupid amount of runs. Um, but look, the, the, the little way that they started off, you know, adding 42 for that ninth, that was annoying with Don Bess and yeah. Jack Leach making runs. There were a couple of chances missed. Rishabh Pant missed a stumping off Ashwin and Ashwin had head in hands and then Ashwin bowled the carom ball that missed the leg stump of James Anderson and you know these frustrations were building and then you had Archer who had made a first ball duck um, and had nothing to do for two and a half days but yep. just like chill out and watch Netflix and like put his feet <laughs> up got to come out and give it absolutely everything and his opening spell he was hitting the surface and getting those puffs of dust to explode England put the heavy roller on 
um, after you know, overnight. Um, so they had the heavy roller to break up the surface, whereas India got the light roller before they started their innings because they didn't want it to break up anymore. So Archer had the ball going through the surface and got it to explode away from back of a length like you would expect to see in Australia to have Rohit Sharma pushing for a ball that reared up at him and, and nipped the edge because it surprised him with bounce. It's yep. not a, a dismissal you expect to see in India. The Shubman Gill one was just a bit of bad luck that he wasn't quite, um, they didn't, didn't time his straight drive properly and lofted it just a touch after creaming them. He was playing pull shots off his pads, looked gorgeous for 29. But it was the row at dismissal that was proper pace bowling in an environment that's not conducive. Yeah, and it reinforced why they've picked Archer uh, ahead of Broad and ahead of Wood for that matter. I mean, I know that with Wood there's broader considerations at play mm. at the moment in terms of who's playing where and who's on holiday and who's in the bubble. But the point here is that they've gone with Archer first up at Chennai alongside James Anderson. And it's validated because he can get the ball yeah. to bounce more than you expect on tracks that shouldn't have that kind of support for the seamers. We've seen really no ball um, go through the surface and take off like that in two days and Archer does it in the space of four overs. So uh, well bowled him. The middle session though was absolutely compelling. That was the 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 uh, the, the, the the highlight of the whole day, it was the um, this the, the magic source of the test match so mm-hmm. far for mine was Rat Coley out to Don Best. Now, a lot of scrutiny on Don Best through the English summer last year, whether he had the skills to do it in the subcontinent, Mm. whether he was going to be able to come here and be influential, or whether he would go around, as a number of spinners have done uh, from non-subcontinental countries Mm -hmm. in India over the last 10 years or so, when it's been a a bit of a fortress, this part of the world. Well, Best immediately gets in the game, a superb piece of bowling to Virat Kohli, and he got rid of both of the leadership axes for Ajinka Rahane was out in the following over that he bowled, but you were watching the Kohli dismissal very closely. Yes. So in the overs leading up, it was all about Don Best bowling at the stumps. He was he was bowling straight. He wasn't putting much work on the ball in terms of turn. And he just had Coley defending from the crease, trying to be cautious. And then there was one that he slipped just a bit wider and a touch fuller. Um, and it did have a little bit of work on it. It didn't turn massively, but it did have overspin and overspin, it bounced. Yeah. And so Coley played at it with an open face. He, he saw the slightly wider line and was thinking, I'll just knock that three point for a single. That's all he was looking for. And because it jumped at him um, and it was that wider line, it took the shoulder of the bat, the inside the, the inside shoulder, and popped away to short leg and it was a good catch from Ollie Pope. But it, it, it was really obvious that there was just that slight variation and that was enough to draw the mistake. Yeah, real chef's kiss moment for mm. off-spinners who love getting players caught at short leg from the overspinner and that was perfect in terms of getting him in the game, picking up one of the best players in the world and on his day the best player in the world really mm. will do that. Next over Ajinka Rahane, it was a full toss but two things here. One, it dipped. So even though Rahane was dancing down the track mm. and he did get to the pitch of the well, ball. he made it a full toss. He saw the, sure. you know, saw the flight and thought you know, I'll get down to that on the full and drive it but it did duck on him. Yeah and the dip's what did him in the end because he hit the lower part of the bat but still it came off well enough that Joe Root took a stunning catch diving full stretch to his left it was the true sort of mm. superman pose i saw danny rubin the england communications manager works with the team uh, posted a, a, mm. an image of superman next to joe root and you can kind of see the similarity there um, as far as having both feet off the ground full stretch just plucks it out like an apple as it mm. were uh, and and gives himself a chance to or gives the team a chance rather to get right into that middle order when the fourth wicket falls india as you mentioned in your summary mm. at just 73 enter rishabh Patan jateshwar pajara now well th- 
I mean, and the, Pajara yeah. had been quietly there for quite a while just doing sure. what he did. What I liked particularly about Pajara was that he got off the mark straight away. A, a run from his first ball. You don't often see that. Strike rate of 100 first ball he faced. Good observation. And I suppose Pajara, alongside yeah. Coley, they absorbed a lot of dot balls in the first hour after lunch. I think they might have only made 15 runs in the first 14 overs, something mm. like that, before the two wickets fell. The absolute reverse of that in the fourth hour of the day, mm. Rishabh Pant, extraordinary start really against Jack Leach striking four sixes in the space of two overs. He got to 50 from 40 balls. Even Pajara, a half century from 106 balls is a pretty good clip, but mm. most of those runs came after Punt joined him in the middle. They ended up putting on 119, I think it was. Out of the first 100 they put on, the split was 65-35 in terms of the run. Yeah. So you get a sense of the, the senior role yeah. that Punt was taking. But that's uh, the third test match in a row where Rishabh Punt has walked out and immediately taken on the spin, mm-hmm. done it successfully. And as Brat Sunderason uh, made the point on Twitter, what is risk if a batsman doesn't interpret it as risk? From Punt's perspective, it's clear that when he's playing spin, that especially finger spin, mm. that he feels as though hitting through the line over cow corner or over the top of long on is a safer option for him than trying to play defensively with men around the bat. It well, knocked Leach off his rhythm. He went for 59 runs from his first six overs and it completely changed the afternoon for a while anyway. Certainly safer in terms of facing a left arm spinner versus an off spinner because when you're facing the off spinner, the ball's turning away from the left hander if you're not to the pitch. The left-arm spin of the ball was turning into Richard Punt, so he had that extra bit of protection. But I, I think really he was looking at the footmarks outside his off stump, and Jack Leach was clearly looking at the footmarks and trying to land it in them. And Richard Punt concluded that if he just stuck around and defended from the crease, he'd get some out of the footmarks that would likely get him out. And so he wanted to get rid of Leach, get him out of the attack completely, or at least put him off. And so every time he came down, it was when the ball missed the footmarks. He, he accurately right. read the length of the ball before it dropped and got down to make sure that when it was missing the footmarks, he was there to meet it. And those four times he sent it over the rope, over the onside. Yeah, and short is a degree of premeditation to that, no question. But with, again, it's, it's the infusion it's of white the right ball, ball skills. Ball. Yeah, but I think it's, it's also... I think it's premeditation. I think it's premeditation saying I'm going to hit some sixes in this over but not necessarily I'm going to hit one from this ball Right, yeah, and if he has committed to the shot, I suppose what I'm saying is he's got the skills that mm. let him adapt to that length. So I suppose what I'm pointing to is, had one hit the rough, mm. I'm still going to back him to adjust in the crease. He's yeah. got that extraordinary eye, and the contact he makes is sweet mm. as anyone in world cricket at the moment. Um, a, a truly formidable cricketer, yeah. uh, and over the last three test matches at Sydney, Brisbane, and now here, 91 off 88 balls. Yeah, sure, India are still way behind in this test match but yet again laser marker that this guy I mean if he's not a superstar yet he's going to be very very yeah. soon and the other part of Punt's innings was that um, repeatedly in between the sixes he was right back on his stumps playing the ball off his hip anytime it was that little bit shorter he was playing it through square leg for a single they had a couple in the deep out there but he was using that as his other shot rotate get off strike keep disrupting him that way and get Pajara back on strike so I, I thought everything about his innings he managed really well until he tried to go over cover and, and sliced one and ended up holding out. Yeah, giving Don Bess a third wicket. So that middle session ended up being two for 95, but again, a session of two hours, literally, yeah. but also as far as the way the scorecard played out. Then the third session, they made 103 runs and lost two wickets again, so a similar but, trajectory. But the main two, they lost Pajara and Exactly, so Pajara goes in a freakish way, pulls a Bess long hop into short leg, short leg yeah. off the shoulder, bobbles up, 
Rory Burns does the rest, and then you've already talked about Richard Punt's dismissal. So they made yeah. 73 and 91 respectively. And the Pajara one, he middled. Like, that wasn't a miss hit. That wasn't like, oh, Pajara's got out to a bad ball. He absolutely caned it out of the middle, and he just happened to hit short leg. You know, very, very unlucky. It happens. It happens. And I suppose it might um, it might see him wind it back and not short too, given it was just when he was trying to um, ratchet up the gears. But, you know. But his um, cut shots against the fast bowls every time Ben Stokes got wide, uh, yep. Pajara cut him. Um, his straight drive down the ground he, he played some enterprising shots today he batted beautifully he really, some of those really shots good. through between I suppose mid on and extra cover down the ground not flogging the ball stroking the ball great timing often on the up as well so a different kind of innings to what we saw in the latter half of the Australian series but no less effective for 73 and then really by the end of the day it was Washington Sundar and Ravichandran Ashwin who they played for stumps for quite a long time and that can be um, criticised when it Mm. doesn't work out but hey they got there Mm. Um, it wasn't always pretty Jack Leach towards the end of the day actually got some to really turn out of the footmarks England ended up blowing um, two DRS referrals as a consequence where Joe Root um, backed in his spinner um, and on both occasions mm. the left-hander was well outside the line and not offering a shot but the ball going was going over, over the top yeah. so it, yeah but at least it gave Leach a chance to get in the game after going for well in the end his figures are dreadful none for 94 but it could have been an awful lot worse put it that way yeah, they kept, commentary kept saying like oh Jack Leach won't mind this at all every time Risham hit a six you know he's attacking the bowler after the fall when I was like, I think he's probably starting to mind. Yes, yes. <laughs> Especially when down the other end, Don Best bowled so nicely. Four for 55. We touched yeah. on him uh, a little bit earlier. But the idea that um, he's taken uh, a fifer in Sri Lanka, albeit mm. one that wasn't perhaps the best he'd ever bowled, but still, wickets mm. are wickets. Um, the second innings in the second test match at Gaul, where Leach and Best were able to bowl Sri Lanka out in the space of two sessions to set up a four-day victory. Mm. And the fact that he's brought it into the first test match at Chennai. I mean, an Indian series where you where you get beaten up in the first test you can ask Nathan Lyon about that from 2013 the same venue it can become a very long tour um but the opposite so, is now true for Bess. He's picked up Virat Kohli, picked up Ajinka Rahane, picked up Jiteshwar Bajara, mm. picked up Rishabh Pant. A very tidy day's work. It, it makes him the player of the day, surely. I think it does. Um, because the decisiveness, you know, Archer got the initial breakthroughs, but with the openers gone, you could still rely on Kohli and Rahane to bat long. That was chopped off by Don Bess. He was the one, and he did that with good bowling. There was no luck involved in those two dismissals, really. Yeah, unanimous there, I suppose. Rishabh Pant, uh, I kind of jokingly said the other day that I think we'll give Joe Root player of the day. Mm. Half a dozen times or something <laughs> in the series. I feel like Richard Pant yeah. will get this gong at some stage. But, but yes, no concerns they, about Don How Bess. do they play it from here? Because really, the, it seems to me the only option for India is just to try to bat as long as possible in this innings. Runs almost don't matter at this point. You, even with two days to go, you've got to start taking time out of the game. Well, yeah, India cannot win the Test match barring some extraordinary set of circumstances where I suppose they get bowled out relatively soon. England bat again and England give themselves, you know... Um, Four sessions to bowl India out with 450 on the board and they do something remarkable like we've seen in Chittagong. Mm. Back to that in a sec. Um, in the final exchanges of this test match, radically unlikely even after what we saw in mm. Brisbane. The most likely and most conservative option will be bat for as long as they can, take time mm-hmm. out of the game and then hope when they bowl the second time around that the game progresses slower than England would like and mm. delay that declaration for as long as possible. Yeah, I guess so. Although England would probably only be batting time rather than runs that that second time around for how long they want to give their bowlers Quite uh, to possibly, rest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what are we looking at for Hall of Fame? Hall of Fame. Okay, there was an obvious one for me, and it was brought to my attention uh, by Mel Farrell initially, who said she thought she could hear Barmy Army chants 
through the um, the canned faux crowd that they've mm-hmm. got playing through the television commentary. Bit of a talking point on day yep. one. Um, and I didn't hear the Barmy Army chats, but I did hear a rousing rendition of waltzing Matilda um, through the effects mic uh, in the middle session today. I, w- I went back and um, listened to it a-, a second time to make sure my ears weren't deceiving me. It was definitely waltzing Matilda. We've never heard that <laughs> sung at Chennai before, certainly when Australia aren't in action. Mm. Maybe the Waving the Flag guys might sing it when they're watching Australia play, but um, it was a bizarre choice of track from the from the panel operator who's having a great test match, yeah, I reckon. an absolute blinder. who's <laughs> uh, having a Jack Leach test match so far. I particularly liked it and would nominate Shubman Gill's pull shot from Archer early in the day. The first bouncer Archer bowled to him and it was yep. heat. Archer hit 148 k's an hour at one point today. He was bowling absolutely rapid off that surface and he got short balls to steeple he hit the gloves a number of times in his first few spells but the first bouncer he bombed in right at the grill of Shubman Gill and Shubman went oh yeah creamed it on the pull <laughs> shot through forward square leg uh, for four it was gorgeous he's quite the talent and one other a numerology one which I think you'll like so Joe Root mm-hmm. superb catch we'll watch it time and time again already reflected upon it today he wears shirt number 66 he does um, Ajinka Rahane wears shirt number three and Joss Butler wears shirt number 63 63 plus uh-huh. three the other two men in the shot equals 66 yeah right that was pointed out to me on Twitter that's nice um, I've got I reckon a better one though which is okay. that um, you know the TV commentators with great excitement um, we talked about the no ball siren when players overstep and they were saying 20 uh, times in total for the Indian yeah, innings I should say now they were talking up like they had a great stat here which was that Ravachandran Ashwin had bowled his first no ball in test cricket you know which is a good stat and they were talking about it like in, in hushed tones like wow they go, isn't that amazing he's bowled 15,000 and whatever deliveries and none of them have ever been no balls and I was like they haven't had videos on his foot of course he's bowled no balls you nongs like in 15,000 deliveries if he's bowled one today it's the first time he's been filmed and had the third umpire pointing it out it's like any caught for shoplifting <laughs> and saying I've never done it before yeah. what the one time we've caught you yeah exactly that it's like sandpapering the cricket ball and saying oh it's the first time we ever thought of it oh we just thought of it today the day we got caught on camera I mean that just absolutely cracks me up I'm sorry but oh wow it's, it's amazing we got the first no ball he's ever bowled on video right here on this test match uh, so that's my nomination okay given it relates to a Again, that, that long campaign you ran uh, to get no balls automated, that gets the player of the day. No, the Hall want, of Fame. Hall of Fame. Sorry, what am I mm. saying? And if you want to be involved in the Hall of Fame, you want to be involved in the India Daily, send us an email, finalwordcricket at gmail.com. If you want to sponsor what we're doing, get involved with your brand, the floor is yours. Jeff, what else have we got? You know what we got? We're going to go around the grounds. Oof. We are going to go around the grounds. So we know that India trailed by 324, um, but the, the in the 300s, there are two chases. One chase is completed, and it's the fifth highest successful chase in all of test cricket they've been doing this for 145 years 145 years the highest chase in asia the fifth highest ever courtesy of the rallying west indies you wore the shirt yesterday i I wore maroon as well yeah and they've done it in some style at chittagong i just had this feeling yesterday i thought i want to wear my west indies shirt and today they were set 395 to win now for context they've got two batsmen in their top six who've played test cricket before really um and then a bunch of fill-ins because nobody wanted to go on this tour to bangladesh and there are a bunch of players with first class averages in the 20s who are in the top six uh, one of which is, is kyle mayers who made 210 
in the fourth innings on debut. They chased 395 in Bangladesh, the biggest ever run chase in Asia. And there have only been, what, seven players before this who made a ton on debut in the fourth innings, and the highest of those scores was 112. That's so incredible. the first ever double century in the fourth innings on debut by a bloke I think averaged 28 in first-class cricket before this game. We've already seen plenty in the year of 2021 in terms of extraordinary achievements uh, in the test match arena. This is right alongside it. It's a crying shame that um, it wasn't on television in Australia, but I suppose it's the way these things go uh, these days as it has in 2021 so far. But um, let's be happy that it happened full stop. Uh, there's also a test match going on uh, in Pakistan at uh, yep. at Rawalpindi. It's still going. They're actually underway right now um, in the third session of day four. South Africa, 127 for one, and they're chasing 370. 370. Isn't it? So yeah. they need another 243, and they've only lost one wicket. So Aidan Markram and Rassi Vrandarasan still out there. So who knows? We could have another big 300 chase on our hands. This is exciting. I mentioned it the other day, but the fact that there's these two out there, mm-hmm. this is the future of South African cricket. Aidan Markram and Rassi Vrandarasan. And if they can go away and knock off half these runs or more and they win this test match and Uh they split the difference one all in Pakistan Um, after a couple of difficult years for South African cricket this would be really something to go on. Yeah we saw Markram nearly pull off a 360 odd run chase in Durban against Australia a a couple of years ago when um, that was his his first test ton I believe. Yes Um, it was yes. So I know it couldn't have been. It wasn't on debut it was his first test ton but it it was not on debut. Um, Nonetheless anyway there's a lot going on cricket wise so we will be keeping our eyes on it uh, on the final word daily over the next couple of days that we will this has been the final word india england daily adam collins and jeff lemon if you like what we're doing and you're on youtube follow it on the podcast if you like the podcast follow it on youtube the commercial club hotel come down to fitzroy on nicholson street um, chat to patty one of the great supporters of what we do on the final word um, if you want to get a beer you want to have a, have a meal the commercial club's the place to go i think that's it for us for another evening of the aforementioned final word. If you like England the show, Daily. go to patreon.com slash oh, yes. the final word and sign up and help us keep doing it. That's enough for us tonight. Until tomorrow, good night. future questions, my current senses. that would be the same we've been doing for centuries. Sorry if I ran out to empty wrote this so you know what I meant here. I had to go about it, write it out and 